Hello everyone, before we get started, um, I am starting something new with the podcast. I'm going to be recording them and putting them on YouTube um, just as a visual aid or if you would like to read along with captions and see me talk to myself with a microphone in front of my face, um, awesome. So that's going to be um, linked in my bio on Instagram, so go check it out. All right. Hey everyone, welcome to uh, the next episode of Let's Have a Chinwag. Um, everyone on YouTube, hello, I'm waving hi. Um, so this week on the episode, I'm going to be talking about mental health. Uh, this episode was supposed to come out at the beginning of May. It is now May 22nd that I'm recording this. Woo, procrastination in my defense. My sister got married on the 14th. Congratulations to Abby and Tim. Shout out, guys. Um, my Yeah, so my sister got married. Whole bunch of stuff happened. Work has been very busy recently. Uh, I've been emotionally exhausted, and I'm a procrastinator. So that's why this is just getting done now. Great. Okay. Um, so, yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, and, uh, I thought on the podcast I would talk a little bit about mental health. Now, mental health aside, I would like to say, make a very exciting announcement, you know, more exciting than my sister getting married. I got my second shot of the Pfizer vaccine, so now I am fully vaccinated, um, for COVID, and I had it, so, like, at this point, if I get it again, how? You know? How am I going to do that? Anyway, so mental health is just as important as physical health. And people forget that a lot. Um, also, as a word of warning, I don't have it incre- like an incredible amount of notes. And they're not very structured. So I'm probably going to go off script a bunch. And I'm probably going to go down some rabbit trails. Um, I apologize. This episode is going to be very scatterbrained. Anyway, but physical health is, in my mind, just as important as mental health. They're like on equal footing, okay? It's not one is more important than the other. You, if To have one, you, you kind of work, you kind of got to work on the other as well. Um, and diet and exercise are incredibly important, and I'm not downplaying that. But I feel like there are more resources for that stuff and it, the the information is easier to access, you know? It's it's, it's easier to access diet and, and uh, exercise information than it is for mental health. And even though the conversation around mental health has increased over the past couple years, um, it can still increase. We can still do better on our topics about mental health. We can. And corporations... Now, <laughs> I live in the great country of America. Um, so, we're a slave to capitalism. I live in a very capitalist society. And so, corporations take advantage of that a lot. Um, and it is very well known. We don't have a universal healthcare system in America. Actually, America is one of the only... Um, bigger countries that doesn't have a universal healthcare system. <laughs> oh, I love it here. Anyway, 
Um, so, but corporations, um, a lot of them have gotten better at doing, giving better benefits. And uh, I know the corporation that I work for, I am also a corporate slave. I am a slave to capitalism. That is just how my life is right now. I really want to go live in the woods and live off of a garden with some dogs and like possibly live in an RV. I don't know. But currently I'm a capitalist slave, a corporate slave. And the company that I work for is really good with that stuff. Um, They have a ton of mental health resources. They offer free therapy. Um whole bunch of other stuff. They offer insurance. So that's really great. But as America overall, not doing super great on that stuff. And I feel like the conversations around mental health um, can can be better and we can address it more. Um, I found out the other day that when like if you go on a walk I go on walks as much as possible I live in New Jersey we feel every single season so as soon as it started to get nice out I was like oh it's time for a walk I got super excited about it um and there's a bike trail right by my house for anyone watching this on YouTube I'm so sorry about the backlight with my window it looks like it's like heaven outside it's not gonna change oh that made it worse Oh, anyway, um, there's a really bright light. It's just the way the sun is and anyway, um, but I have a bike trail by my house and I love to go on walks, excuse me, I love to go on walks and the trees kind of hang over, they kind of create an arch almost, um, and so when the trees bloom and the flowers are blooming. It's really pretty and super green. And I know I sound like such a hippie. I kind of am. I am Loki a hippie. I, the other day, I like went and laid out in the grass in my backyard and I took a nap. I accidentally fell asleep before work and I went to work and I was like, I fell asleep in the grass. And my coworkers were like, why? And I was like, cause why not? It was nice out. Um, but anyway, I like going on walks and I go down the bike trail. I walk all over town. It's a fun time. And I recently learned the other day that within the first five minutes of being outside, it increases your, your happy hormones. It makes you happier to be outside. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and when I go outside and go on my walks, I'll listen to music and while still being aware of my surroundings because I do have a female body and I am not trying to get taken advantage of or trafficked but I like to listen to music or a podcast even and I just walk around and I just forget all of my stress in life and I take some some time to just you know relax just exist not worry about you know, I'm, I'm the type of person where my mind is constantly going at a hundred miles an hour all the time. And so on my walks, I kind of try and tone that down a little bit. Um, 
and I just exist. I don't put any pressure on myself or anything. I don't try and think of anything too even spiritual. I don't, I don't try to think about like what my beliefs are in certain things because this is just time for me to just relax. Um, and so I, I try to appreciate nature. Nature is beautiful. I think we get so caught up again, corporate America, capitalist society, we get so caught up in our daily lives all the time that we forget how beautiful nature is. Luckily enough, I was raised going to my summer camp <clears throat> up in upstate New York and the camp is situated at the end of a lake and you can see all the way down the lake and it's this beautiful view that I never get tired of. You're in the woods, you're in the mountains, it's a fun time. Um, there are some bugs, but like, it's whatever. Um, but whenever I go up there, I always think, you know, oh, maybe I'll get tired of it. And whenever I go up there, no, I, I never get tired of it. Um, and I have just, I've always been that type of person where nature is very comforting to me. And that might not be your thing. It's very calming to me. Maybe your calming thing is watching TV or crocheting or knitting or something like that. <clears throat> but my thing is going outside and being in nature. I really am a hippie. <laughs> I am such a hippie. Um, I should have, oh, I should have worn my hair and pants for this. Dang it. I put on the wrong outfit today. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I just, I take that time and I, I take in my surroundings and, um, it's, it's super important for me to have that time or to just get away from my family too. Cause that, that is important. You know, being alone is okay. <laughs> It's okay to be alone sometimes. Even if you're an extrovert, it's okay to be alone. I'm an extrovert. I mean, for crying out loud, I created an entire podcast so I can talk without sounding crazy because COVID and I can't constantly be around my friends. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm trying to look in my notes to see where I am because I went on a rabbit trail and I have no idea what I'm doing. Hmm. Right. Okay. So even if you're just walking around a neighborhood and you don't have a green space to be in or a park to go and walk in, um, just getting outside. Walking is super healthy on a physical level, so that's important. Um, again, not trying to downplay physical health or anything, diet and exercise, nothing. I'm not trying to downplay any of that, um, but, but I'm focusing more on mental health in this episode. <clears throat> now, Something I picked up last year in 2020 that I don't really talk about too often um, because it has its roots in Eastern religions and Eastern mysticism, which is a word that panics Christians, I feel like. At least the Christians I grew up with, they hear you say mysticism and they're like, oh no, what did what's that word? Um, but... <laughs> Uh, I started meditating last year and not like, like I don't float. I, it may, I mean, it'd be cool if I did float, but I don't like float in the air and say, oh, um, which we should probably stop joking about that. Don't, 
a lot of people joke about meditation. They're like, oh, meditation, where you go, go float in the air. And like, that's, that's someone's belief system. Hey, let's try to be a little bit more respectful. Um, anyway, but meditation, um, at its core, the practice of meditation is, you know, doing self-reflection and taking that time to relax and, um, what am I trying to say? Just trying to be thankful for stuff and to find peace with yourself. Um, something that I also did last year was I did a huga course. Huga is a Danish word. Um, huga, spelled H-Y-G-G-A-E. It's E. I don't know why I said A. H-Y-G-G-E. Huga. It's a Danish word and it basically means the feeling of comfort, creating that comfortable space, that comfortable environment. And so I did a huga course with a huga coach and it was this whole thing where like I talked to her every week and kind of like therapy, but not really. She's not a licensed therapist, but shout out to Sarah. Appreciate y'all. Sorry, I'm very thirsty. Um, but I did Huga last year and something that my Huga coach Sarah had me do was every night for a week, um, or a couple weeks, I would write down like five things that I was thankful for. And I kind of ran out of stuff to be thankful for. I know that sounds stupid. But, like, I ran out of the normal stuff. I'm thankful to have a roof over my head. I'm thankful that I have food in my fridge. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to be vegetarian. I'm happy. Like, I ran out of all the normal quote-unquote answers. And then I had to, like, actually start digging as to what I'm actually thankful for. And it was really hard. It was incredibly, incredibly hard for me to actually sit down and figure out what I was actually thankful for. And not just giving the, you know, the normal answers. Um, but Huga, you know, brought some of that peace to me. And basically the reason I started Huga <clears throat> was because I, my previous job that I had, I was constantly stressed. I hated the job. I wasn't doing well anymore. I couldn't go up in rank at all. So it was just kind of, it was, I had hit a dead end and I was not having a good time. Um, <clears throat> and so that, that really stressed me out. And so we broke down certain things that brought me stress, certain things that didn't bring me stress. And so the top of my list that brought me stress was my work. And the least amount of, like the least amount of, the least thing that I, oh, what am I trying to say? The thing that brought me the least stressed, stress, there it is. The thing that brought me the least stress in my life was art and music. Um, I haven't really gotten back into painting. I bought paints and then I just didn't touch them. They're probably dried. Why do I do this to myself? Why? I always do this. Anyway, um... But I started to get back into music and she was like, okay, so just take that time for yourself 
and take that time to do music or do art this week instead of constantly stressing about work. And I took that stress from work and brought it home and put it in my room. My room was small and I would just throw everything everywhere. So my room was a constant, it was constantly in shambles. And it really stressed me out to even just be in there, but it was the only space I was really comfortable in um, for a while. And so as a result, I was just constantly stressed. Turns out being constantly stressed is not good for your mental health. That's a big surprise, isn't it? Right. Um, so, <laughs> wow, that's so shocking. Um, but yeah, so I, I started Hugo because I was so stressed and I wanted to find something that helped me be less stressed. Um, and so I did Hugo for a little bit and I still have some of that incorporated into my, into my life now. Um, but then I started meditating and so I found that those two things kind of work together almost. It's all about finding the peace in the situation and, and just relaxing and, and getting comfortable with yourself and just being okay with your surroundings and with your situations and reflecting on yourself. Um, because that's important sometimes. Sometimes you need to reflect on yourself and that's okay. Now, self-reflection um, is actually really good. I think we all need to self-reflect because if you, you know, it's like Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Self-reflection is good because if you can't reflect on your mistakes and say, I'm going to better myself and try not to make those mistakes, then how can you ever grow, right? Um, Rafiki also said, you know, he said that thing about the past that I can't remember right now. My brain is doing a dumb thing. What do you say? The past is in the past, and sometimes the past can hurt. But you can either run from it or learn from it. Is that what he says? I need to go rewatch The Lion King. Anyway, um, but self-reflection is a big thing in meditation, and it's a big part of meditation. Now, meditation got it has its roots in... Um, Eastern religions like Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, um, Islam, uh, Baha'i. There's many walks of faith that meditation has its roots in. Um, and they, they, most of them, and mysticism as well, Eastern mysticism, um, they they have this teaching where meditation is used to kind of connect to a greater consciousness. I haven't really done a ton of research into that part of meditation, so I'm not really going to talk about that because I don't want to say something offensive or wrong. I probably have already said something that was wrong, but um, if I did, let me know and I will correct that. 
Um, but, you know, I know in, in some religions, um, there's the whole thing with chakras, which we'll talk about later on in the episode. Um, but it's, you know, it's meditation is taught to reflect on yourself, connect to your highest being, the greater power, the divine, the greater consciousness, whatever is out there, right? The universe. Um, I use meditation to connect to God. And the reason I've been so nervous to talk about meditation, I've been, I've been very nervous to talk about this, but the reason I've been so nervous is because I'm scared of people calling me a heretic for meditating. (laughs) Tell me you have religious trauma without telling me you have religious trauma. Am I right? Um, but I've been, I've been scared of people being like, well, you know, meditation is a slippery slope into walking away from your faith. I'm not walking away from my faith. I'm trying to find stuff that brings me closer to God. That's what I'm trying to do. And that's the point of my deconstruction, just to figure out what I actually believe and how I can be closer to God. Not, I'm, this is not my announcement saying I'm walking away from the Christian faith and now I'm going to go be a Buddhist monk and I'm going to go live in the mountains and never look back. I'm going to cut off everyone. That's not what I'm announcing. I'm, I'm just saying this thing that I have found brings me closer to God. And growing up, I was told you stay away from Eastern religions because it's all a bunch of hooey. All a bunch of hooey. It's all a bunch of crap. And if you reflect too much on yourself, you're going to be selfish. And so anything that causes you to be selfish is inherently bad. And when I, as I grow up, I'm realizing there's a lot of things in the world that can cause you to be selfish. And it's not just meditation, okay? Um,. <laughs> Stuff that causes you to self-reflect as not a root of being, I mean, it could be a root of being selfish, but it's not like the only thing that will make you selfish or could make you selfish. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was taught from a, well, not a super early age, um, more later on in my teenage years, I went to a camp, which I'll touch on more in my deconstruction episode. That's coming up next. That's going to be the next episode. But um, in, in, my, in my teen years, I was taught the very basics of Eastern religions. And really, even then, it was just like Islam and Judaism, because those are the ones that we attack the most. Um, but... I was taught that they're inherently bad, they're inherently wrong, people who practice them are automatically going to hell, Um, they're automatically selfish if they practice meditation because you're now believing in yourself and that you don't need a god. As I practice meditation... Um, I've realized that I do need God, but that's my faith. Everyone's faith is personal to them. And 
it's very tricky when I talk about this stuff. I'm going completely off script, which is probably why I'm not making much sense right now, but it's tricky talking about religions and faith because I don't want somebody to feel invalidated by that, by something that I say. I am not God. I do not have the final word, and I thank God for that. I don't have to be the savior of the world. Um, I don't even have to be the savior of myself, and that's cool to me. I really appreciate the fact that there is a divine being out there that loves me. I don't want to save myself sometimes. I don't want to be the savior of the world. Sometimes I just want to, like, I, I just, I just want to go and live in a cabin in the woods. Not like the horror movie. I just want to go live in a cabin in the woods, live off the land, forget everything, and just be in nature. I'm a hippie. I can't put it in any other words. I am a hippie. Um, but I, I always, I always want to have a mindset of being respectful of people's religions and faiths because if you're practicing something that brings you peace and love and causes you to bring peace and love to the world, I'm not going to look at you and preach in your face and tell you that your entire belief system is inherently bad. I'm not going to do that. First of all, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. I'm not good at public speaking. Do you know how many times I've tried to record this episode? Too many times. Too many freaking times. Um, but that's because I want to make sure that I say stuff the right way and I want to be respectful of people and make sure that I'm saying stuff the right way. <sighs> but I, there is a tiny part of me that is extremely scared when talking about this stuff. Like I said, because I, I don't want people to call me a heretic. I don't want people to you know, call me a bad Christian. I know where my faith stands at the moment. And that is subject to change as anything is. Um, but everyone's faith is personal to them. And I don't want to tear anyone down for their faith. Um, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> I went completely off script there. My script is really just my notes. It's not like a like a screenplay script. It's not like okay now enter enter stage. That's not screenplay. That's that's theater. I almost said enter stage left. I'm a theater kid and a hippie. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why you're watching this or listening to this. <laughs> no one's forcing you to. Um, but anyway, um, getting, getting back to the, the original topic. So I've been, like I said, I've been, I've been nervous to talk about meditation because of what people may think of me. And this is just a personal thing. Maybe this is something that I need to work on because it happens with my deconstruction episodes as well. I'm nervous to post stuff like this because it's such like a gray area from what I grew up in and 
some of the people I grew up around were very closed-minded about stuff and I wasn't completely sure if people will be okay with what I'm saying, if they disagree. And if you disagree with me, that's completely fine. Um, I have no issue with people disagreeing with me. We all have our own minds. We all have our own thoughts. It's completely okay. Um, but I've been nervous and I don't know why because meditation makes me feel happy. It uh, has pointed stuff out to me that I need to change and that I need God God to help me change in stuff. Um, I feel healthier overall. Um, so if it's doing good stuff, I don't see a reason to stop and go ahead and call me a heretic for that, for mixing religions or whatever, but um, I'm probably not going to stop meditating anytime soon. So, okay, now, I said we were going to talk about chakras. Um, so, basically, there are a couple religions, faiths, um, that teach we, that humans uh, have seven energy centers. Um, there are certain faiths that teach that we have more, I think. I haven't done a ton of research, but... Um, there are certain faiths that teach that we have seven energy centers in us as humans. Um, and these are known as chakras. Or if you're American, it's chakras. Um, but basically, these are them. Okay. So the first one we have is at the base of your back, the root chakra. Okay. Um, the root chakra is in charge of stability and comfort, safety, um, and it goes with saying I am, okay? So you're going to say stuff with I am this, I am that when you're thinking about the root chakra, I guess. Um, and again, if I'm wrong about any of this, please correct me so I can focus. The camera's over there. Hey, I keep looking over here. I keep looking at the stupid red dot on my on my phone. Hey guys, hi. Anyway, um, so yeah, the root chakra. That's the root chakra. Um, and then the next chakra is the sacral chakra, which is in your lower abdomen. That's the chakra in charge of sexuality, sociability, pleasure, sensuality. It's the I feel chakra. Uh, the next chakra is the solar plexus chakra. Um, slightly above your belly button, um, right underneath the chest area. That's the solar plexus chakra. And that chakra is in charge of strength, power, uh, personality determination. Um, it's the I do chakra. Okay. Um, the next chakra is the heart chakra. Any guesses as to what chakra this is in charge of? Do, 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 do. Copyright. Did you get it? It's the heart. The heart chakra is in charge of love and acceptance and compassion and sincerity um so yeah that's that's the i love chakra uh the next chakra is the throat chakra um you may hear people joke around about this the heart the throat chakra oh you're having commu you're having communication problems 
it must be your throat chakra is blocked. The throat chakra is in charge of communication, expression, creativity, inspiration. That's the throat chakra right there. Um, right, right, you guessed it, right on your throat. That's a good place for a throat chakra. Um, <laughs> but that's a, th that's a throat chakra, okay? That's the I talk, communicate, stuff like that. The third eye chakra is in charge of intuition and trust and meditation. Um, the that's the third the third eye chakra is I see. Okay, so let's let's say you meet someone for the first time and you're like something's telling me hmm, bad vibes, right? Your intuition. That's your third eye, according to some faiths. Um, and then the final chakra is the crown chakra. The crown chakra is in charge of knowledge and consciousness, fulfillment, spirituality. Um, the crown chakra is I understand. So knowledge, obviously, makes sense. That's where the brain is located. Um so yeah, those are the seven chakras, the root chakra, the, what was it? The root, <laughs> I forgot them and I wrote the notes. Um, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the heart chakra, the throat chakra. I missed one. Root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, I did not miss one. I'm doing great. And then it's the third eye chakra and then your crown chakra, okay? Each of the chakras have different colors associated with them. So root chakra is uh, red. Sacral is orange. Solar plexus is yellow. Heart is green. Throat is blue. Third eye is indigo. And the crown is purple. Okay, so rainbow going up. Um, now, chakras have sayings and mantras that go along with them. You've probably heard somebody go, um, let's not try and joke about that. Uh, because, like I said previously, I do want to be respectful of people's faiths. And I do want to be respectful of how people view the world and uh, what they believe in. Um so try not to joke about that but um yeah they have om ram um stuff like that okay i actually don't know if om is one of them i it just kind of rolled off my tongue so we're gonna roll with it if that was wrong i'm sorry um but yeah lots of people joke around about meditation and chakras but at the end of the day it's how people believe it's how they bring peace to themselves or they uh, feel peace through a divine being like how meditation brings me closer to the biblical god that i believe in um so let's just be respectful of everyone's religions and faiths and at the end of the day if it brings you peace and love and encourages peace and love in your life then i'm all for it yeah and i think that's awesome for you and i'm happy you're here listening to this um, I didn't write anything to end this episode.
that's how I ended it in my in my notes. Um, I I literally wrote. I don't think I necessarily believe in chakras, but like I said, if you believe in it, that's awesome for you. Awesome. Okay, so <laughs> um, I kind of rushed through the chakra thing, but you know we're we're vibing. You know, you already know the vibes. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, um, if you have any questions about meditation um, or even deconstruction, because the next episode is going to be about uh, some more of my deconstruction and what has led me to deconstruction. Uh, If you have any questions at all for me, please, please ask. Um, I have no problem talking about anything. And if you want to call me a heretic for meditating, go for it. I really don't care what you have to say about me. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. This is on the internet. This is going to be on the internet for the rest of my life. Okay, great. Well, without further ado, thank you everyone for listening. And for those of you watching on YouTube, um, I appreciate you and I love you. And I think you're awesome. Thank you.